a mark of a good thermostat is when it almost <laughs> lights your house on fire. <laughs> This is From the Ground Up, the story of me starting my reptile business. So the first thing, because I kind of forgot to do it before, I wanted to thank everyone who participated as far as support for the Rattlesnake Roundup video. Yeah, and all those I who think, shared and you all know, that. it got like a hundred thousand views in like thirty hours or so. And then um I think people just flagged it for being Oh, someone didn't want children being to see offensive. it. Offensive. And it definitely pretty much just killed it. But even in that meantime we got a lot of people to see That's it. Still great. Which and a lot that. of people who didn't know it existed before. And then as well as I mean, most people don't even know that was me. So it obviously, you know, transcended far beyond. Right. Because it was like shares and shares. And so it left you after a while. Right. right and it was yeah, just, which is good. And we got all around the world. We got different all countries. The world. But anyway, yeah. So that's cool. So I just figured yeah, I should yeah. mention that. And then also uh, the Rattlesnake Roundup group. Obviously go to Rar. Rise Against Rattlesnake Roundups. And obviously a big uh, Todd was a big part of helping me out there. So yeah, look up the group. But anyway, so what we're going to be talking about is some money-saving tips. For breeding and taking care of snakes, just any just, way to... Yeah, general snake keeping. Just things that I've stumbled across so far. Okay, number one. Number one. So as far as thermostats, I'm always looking for the best thermostat but also people know how expensive thermostats can be so i don't <laughs> right so the um, i don't know how expensive thermostats. so most of the thermostats i have are vivarium electrics because at first that's what i was able to get at shows that's what you find most readily i found that the v100 is decent but they just don't last that long i mean they'll really they just stop just one day stop I'll working. have complications with them, you know, within a year or so of having them. So from what I hear, Herpstat is one of the best ones, but I'll talk about the price. So the V electrics for the V100, which is going to be digital display, it will tell you the temperature. So you feel like that's the best. That's what I would want is like the actual right. temperature. So that model is eighty four ninety nine for Vivarium electrics. And then you have a... Herpstat intro, which tells you the temperature, tells you all that okay. stuff, and that's $99. So it's pretty similar, $15 but in my, difference. the Herpstats just seem to be built a lot better. For, like, long-lasting. Right. Okay. Uh, the Vivarium Electrics just kind of seem like shitty China plastic. <laughs> I don't, and I mean, it works. And also... It works for short-time usage, but... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't want to say it's useless, but, but it, yeah. Yeah, but you like Herbstat better, is what you're saying. Yeah. And you think it's worth the $15 If you're going to go that route, but there's some other things. I've started with, with the corn snakes, I've been doing the uh, Vivarium Electrics Hobby Stat. Okay. So the Hobby Stat is you set a price on a, or a price, you set (laughs) A a temperature on a dial. And it's a green light when it hits the temperature. So you don't have that readout of what temperature okay. it always is. But, you know, you have the green light when it hits it. Right. So, you know so I'm using there. that for the corn snakes just because it's not that um, precise and they don't need to be that precise. But it would be nice to know what temperature it is. And it would mm-hmm. be nice if it gets too hot or too low. Like I wouldn't use that for definitely wouldn't use that for like an incubator. What's so, he saying? I can't read. I uh, know. Uh, I think he was saying that the live stream was kind of shitty at the beginning. Oh, okay. He was talking about the shitty Chinese plastic. Oh, okay. Uh, but um, yeah. So that one, I mean, it's I haven't seen any problems with it. But when we went on Amazon before, we saw this 
heat mat thermostat. I think they use it for seeds, so I guess you have to germinate seeds in the beginning at a certain so temperature. I don't know how planting works. I don't know. Negative green thumb, but... Right. So it um, basically does all the functions of a regular thermostat. It does have a live read of, of the temperature, mm-hmm. which is why, you know, I would like it, and it's only $28.25. It's the Hydro Farm MTP RTC jumpstart digital thermostat for heat ma- heat mats right and i've seen in the reviews that some people have used it for leopard geckos or snakes mm-hmm. even though it's meant for plants and seeds you can right eat. and it did say that there is a variation maybe of about 0.4 degrees okay so maybe you obviously don't want to use it in an incubator if you're running an incubator you know do your due diligence spend the extra money because mm-hmm. that is where a lot of shit's happening. And <laughs> right. Yeah, for that, that jump start, if I was to do it, I would feel good keeping an eye on it and putting it on corn snakes to begin with. $28. For $28. Sounds pretty awesome. Only 0.4 degree variance. You know, corn snakes, even if it doesn't work and goes off, mm-hmm. the corn snakes will be fine at room temperature for till you a period of time until right. they notice. So I guess that's definitely an advantage, you know, the price and, you know, I'd like to experiment with it. Question. Sorry. Back to the, the Herbstat and the Vivarian. The Herbstat's $15 more. Is there any difference between the V100 and the Herbstat intro? So other than the price. Yeah. The, uh, oh, you mean the Herbstat intro yeah, in comparison to the, yeah. Cause they both give you the digital readout. Is there any right. other difference between them or it's just Herbstat brand happens to be more expensive? I'm not sure. So some of the Herbstats have humidity, but I'm not sure okay. if that one does to be honest. Cause there's also the Herbstat intro plus, which I think may have a night drop or something. Is it even warm. The, the Herbstats seem to have more detailed information. Than the vivarium. Right. And it seems to be a little bit higher on the tech technological end. Okay. They look better too. But is that what you're going for when you nah, get a thermostat? No. But they look cool. Ooh, so I hit it. Sorry. Yeah. What did he say last? <laughs> Readjust your mic. He says, I like my old school Ranco. They always work flawless, which uh Ranco's like an old believe it was originally a hydro farming thermostat okay but um I, they did have them on reptile basics i don't think they um i don't think they have thermostats anymore on there or rank ranco thermostats or helix was an old one that people use as well which i've seen helix like just a year ago in people's collections those things have been around for like 10 years really yeah and they're still selling them and making new ones or i don't know where they are for sale Okay. But, yeah. If it's trusty. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I think those are definitely decent options in comparison to the, the Vivarium Electrics. Mm-hmm. Just because something is made specifically with snakes in mind doesn't mean that it's not good. I don't see why you'd make that conclusion. But I guess moving on from there. What do you say? Helix is the shit. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that... Have you ever used that? No, but I've seen people use it. And no problems. Right. So you did, what did you start to, using? I believe it's a cheaper alternative, about 60 bucks for a Ranco. Okay. What did you start, like when you first started, what did you start with? I've always gone Vivarium Electrics. I have okay. a big Apple Herp stat, but I mean, it's dog shit, to be honest. <laughs> it's, it's like metal and it's cool, but I think it did... Uh, it fried a row of heat tape for me. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, which is always good. A mark of a good thermostat is when it almost <laughs> lights your house on fire. <laughs> so, which a lot of them seem to do for whatever reason. Really? That's why, I mean, there's emergency shutoffs for the VE okay. and the Herbstat. I'm not sure exactly. And I think that might be a downfall of some of those older ones. I don't. I'm they not sure if they have emergency shutoffs shut or not. So you better know if it fucks up. <laughs> you better be right. there to see. Or it'll just start melting tubs and you don't even notice. That would not be good. No. Well, 
there's different options and you know if you like what you like but it's good that there's a variety yeah i mean if you can afford to put herbstat fours on everything i think that's the way to go it's the best of the best right especially if you have you know more expensive snakes or species that are more particular and like the herbstat plus and stuff what will that run you like maybe 130 you mean like the intro plus it's mm-hmm, like 109 oh, and then okay. the herbstat one is going to be i believe like 125 somewhere around just there keep, and the That's four just the what's the four? Head, but, oh, the four? Oh, i want to say it's like 300 whoa bucks. but the thing is it has four inputs okay so you can it's essentially four thermostats in, in one. one it's actually a better deal because it ends up being like 80 something dollars for each thermostat but it's just can you drop that 300 at one right time there. Right. right so i mean that goes for anything yeah but also like for racks i mean there's definitely uh different ways you can go with that as far as uh, there's so many different racks i mean just being with you <laughs> in our in, in arbc arlington you went back and forth on different racks there's right. the style the tubs you know if it's on the what's the one you just got on the um it's like high up or the red never mind the one the white one it's on the the, they have the two little pieces where it slides on yeah so so that one's kind of in on tracks tracks which like that's the only one i think some of the the more expensive uh steel racks like freedom breeder Mm -hmm. they have those on a track but that one's just the tracks kind of made up of little pieces of pvc Mm -hmm. and it runs on that track which is nice, especially for corn snakes, makes it harder for them to get out. Yeah. But, <laughs> but we had we one know, get out We had anyway. one get out last night, so Because <laughs> they, can, they can pretty much get out of anything. But back in the day, it was like we made everything of melamine, which is melamine is like, you know, a composite wood. It no, just I don't know. It has a bunch of <laughs> don't wood that's basically compressed about. together, and okay. then it's coated. It's much like this desk right here. Okay. So it was either coated in white or black, but, uh, and yeah, that is an Eric white rack, the TGR rack that we got. He just mentioned Eric white, but, um, yeah, so those, it will actually like the wetness will get through that upper coat and go get into the wood. The wood will expand. The wood will start to bow. So they were shit back in the day. (laughs) As fuck. Like, like you have a like eight level rack uh-huh. just a regular rack and it will be like 200 pounds holy crap because it's fucking so, like like my dad made his of all melamine, melamine? Mm-hmm. and he's like i don't even know how he can't you, make any bigger racks it? because he can't get it out how do you move it anywhere, right you know? it's just kind of there it's like 200 pounds but if you you know pvc that ends up being you know maybe yeah. 50 pounds Still heavy, I mean, in my case. <laughs> but not really, you know. It's I mean, compared to, the, compared to the 200. And then if you get the economy racks, they're even less. So. Okay. So economy meaning that there is, it's not fully shield size, mm-hmm. which I like for, you know, corn snakes are diurnal. I don't know why people keep them in completely dark racks, but I guess that's your prerogative. But yeah, I'd rather have the sides open. Save money. <laughs> yeah, you save money, save weight. And uh, so Animal Plastics is where I got those other economy racks. So Animal Plastics are great. They have like recessed place for the heat tape. Okay. So like the heat tape goes into the the recessed mm-hmm. part of the back. And so you slide over it, you know. Right, each time. It's not like taped down or mm-hmm. any bullshit like that. But the thing is that Animal Plastics racks, they will take... You'll order it now and you'll get it in like five months. Because it's just the backlog. The best price, some of the best racks, but everyone just fucking take forever to to get anywhere. But probably everyone wants it, so. I mean, but it's a supply issue. Then make more of them, right? Hire more people. Sell more. Like I would readily buy Animal Plastics racks if they came quicker in two in two weeks. Within two weeks, within a month, Mm -hmm. you would take you would take a month. You and the thing is, they'll be like they don't really give you a time. Oh, they just tell you. Well, like we'll expect send it, it when somewhere we send it. in the next fucking year. <laughs> but yeah, it will usually be it will be like from three to six months. Wow, it's ridiculous. And and, can... and they're all CNC'd. So what that means is 
basically a machine makes them. All the other racks are pretty much handmade. Oh, so it's not people? It isn't, and it isn't. It's into, like, software into the CNC machine, and it cuts all the pieces for them. So you'd think the backlog you wouldn't would think, be that. You would think they would right. be able to make them faster or just buy more CNC machines to keep up to with the production. demand. Right. I don't know. That's not my business. <laughs> that Clearly, you're not giving them your business because <laughs> they take too long. Right. And, um, so yeah, I don't, that's the only thing. And the prices are so good, but you pay a little bit more for someone who's doing it themselves. And, um, do you prefer a handmade thing versus a computer machine or is it not? No, I think the CNC ones, you're going to be more precise. You're going to get the same product over and over again. Okay. So you'd rather that, but. I mean, but there's some great builders out there, mm-hmm. you know, who do it right all the time. It depends on who has the attention to detail to give you the right product. And then those are the rack companies that stay anyway. Like Sea Serpents, they make great racks. Are those handmade? Yeah. Okay. But it's, I believe so. I'm not 100% sure. But it seems like he builds them all and he delivers them fast. But it also, you receive them fully built already. So you kind of get a higher shipping cost. Okay, because it has to come in that big, can, yeah. big so box that's, or whatever. Yeah, so that's also why it's advantageous for me to go to NARBC and get pick it right out that there. rack. So I can just get the rack from Eric and take it home that day instead of either having him flat pack that and then mm-hmm. me having to put it together, which I think he may do them fully assembled, or um, if it is fully assembled, taking that extra shipping cost. cost right. Anywhere from 50 to hundred dollars if oh. you're getting a big rack you're gonna have to put it on a uh, ltl shipment which is there's companies that do um i don't know how to explain this but so companies use full trucks to move full truck loads of product okay and then there's companies who part out their trucks mm-hmm. and will ship stuff. a bunch of different stuff but they're big companies so logistically they can make a reasonable route mm-hmm. and pick up your shit so they'll pick up some racks but it'll cost like at least two hundred dollars just, just for shipping right holy crap and i'm not sure what like the actual shipping i didn't do too many of those when i, I brokered because i didn't make any money on those that's i didn't broker a lot of those ltl shipments mm-hmm. wow can you read? The yeah, comments? I wonder what I've never heard of. Um, I think he said Eric Shipley or Shippy, and then he also says uh, Brace Exotics, which is a guy who we saw there. He had the Scrub Python. Oh, okay. He makes racks yeah. too. Um, he just when we were there, he didn't have th- the perfect hashling rack we were looking for. Mm-hmm. Exactly what we wanted. Yeah, it's just whoever had whatever on hand. But he's from. Colorado, so I used to see him at the Denver show okay, and stuff like that. And it, it's also regional to the fact that if you're in Colorado, you're going to want to go with him and like pick it He's up right or something there. like that. Yeah, or I can't think of anyone in Texas. Well, there is JMG, but... Eric was from Alabama? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, if if or if he's going to a show, I'm sure he will... Because I think he said you. like he was going to Houston next after right. it, um, and we could have met him there. So, so just depends. Um, but pro money saving tip is to look at shows and try to buy them right there. Right, or even buy used. Buy on like if you Craigslist? can find Craigslist or on like your regional reptile classified. Okay, you can find good racks. You know, secondhand freedom breeder racks, mm-hmm. which are. They're never going to go bad. They're made of steel. Right. And you can find them secondhand for maybe a $1,500 rack for like 500 bucks. That's a pretty good deal. Right. So that's also a place to look out. But you can't always get what you want. Can't always get what you want. Right. So for me, it's like I'm looking for something, you know, V35s. I want them to be, you know, at least 10 slots high. Yeah. Everyone's got more of a personal collection. They have four ball pythons in a sweater box rack, so it's meaning you're right. You can't always you can't get specifically. So so it's hard to find because I want the most efficient space I can. So I want taller racks with more tubs. 
And then also I want it to eventually be a row of 12 slots. You know, I don't want racks of all different sizes. So when you're thinking ahead and all that stuff for you, it's better for you to buy new ones than used just because you're Even though I'm still on the lookout for you. Right. You're still looking, but you have specific, you know, plans for your racks in the future and different tubs and all that stuff. Right. And you're, and you're going to use less thermostats as far as if you have a bunch of mixed match, you have a six slot, you have an eight, you know, six slots tall, eight tall, 11 tall. Maybe you should just have two 12 talls and Call it and only have two thermostats instead of three, you know, right for each thing. little thing. Right. I don't know. And then if you can break them down into species. So I want a rack that just has corn snakes in it. I have a want a rack that just has carpet pythons in it, you know, so you can wow have the correct heat temperature for those specific right. type. So right now I have like, uh, what is it four or five slot tall for just the carpet olive python because mm-hmm. they're going to stay at a, at Specific. the same temperature mm-hmm. and then the corn snakes are under it it kind of looks like one big rack but it's but actually it's two separate. racks two thermostats yeah got it so it's not as efficient as we want it to be what are people are commenting on facebook too on facebook i'm trying to to keep up with it <laughs> the guys from um oh he said wicked echo in the audio Oh, that's strange. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't hear it in my ear in my I don't hear it in my headphones. Yeah, I'm trying to see if like we had anything playing in the background. The AC was it on. It may it may have just been that we're doing this broadcaster at the same time. Unfortunately, we're like too far along to fix everything. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but the YouTube's on a separate so, computer, so, so I don't know if why Facebook I it. sucks try instagram if instagram sucks try youtube if they all suck then we just suck and Whoa. then you're gonna have to check out the edited later yeah i don't know um what do they say on the instagram oh he said ig's fine oh yeah i don't know what's going on with facebook because facebook's on a separate computer than youtube so it shouldn't right and then instagram's right in front of that though so i don't know if that's messing anything up no idea <laughs> No idea. I don't know. Yeah, my whole thing now is like I'm going to look, I'm going to play it back after and see what you hear. Which one sucks least. And <laughs> then know. we can make whatever the other one's better. But it's weird that we're not here. Like, shouldn't we hear it? No, because it's running off the uh, the board. Oh, I don't know. Okay. What's your next <laughs> pro tip? Pro tips. Um, we're going to talk about water bowls. Okay. So a lot of us use the um, ceramic bowls because they're heavy. They don't get knocked over, especially if you're having something heavy-bodied like a uh, ball python specifically or maybe even a blood python or carpets will fuck with the water bowl too. Yeah, your carpet is huge. Yeah, so um, we usually get ceramic because it's kind of weighted down. But those cost about five bucks. If you're going to get the big one, maybe $8. So for a big full-grown ball python or carpet python, you're going to be paying about $8 a bowl for ceramic. But you can also do, which is like what a lot of professional breeders do, is you have a coupling of PVC pipe, and then you put a deli cup in that. What? So it's basically this circular PVC pipe, the same size as a deli cup. Okay. So you know how deli cups have little ridges along the edge? Mm-hmm. It rests right on that. Right in there. Right in that coupling. Okay. So it serves as a bowl. When it gets dirty, you take out the plastic, you throw it out. Okay, and just replace it. with. Right. My quarrel about that is that you need to keep on paying for more deli it's cups. It's just consistent changing. And also the fact that you're just going through. It just seems wasteful as far as that environment. I mean, you can you can recycle all that. I'm sure that's fine. What did he say? He said only way to go. So I think he's talking about the coupling thing. Which a lot of people do that, but my whole thing now is finding at Home Depot the end cap to a PVC pipe. So these caps, um, I just got the ones for the corn snakes, which is a little like maybe about an inch in diameter. Mm -hmm. And it was 73 cents. So you can just like in Home Depot, they just have them separate? 
It's just in cap. It's just where all the PVC pipes are. You kind of got to scrounge through all the uh, all the plumbing supplies and mm-hmm. all that stuff to get them. Right, and there's just so many things at Home Depot that you can use for water bowls. Right, and seventy three cents, you can't beat that. Yeah, seventy three cents compared to the smallest um, ceramic, smallest ceramic is going to be about five bucks. So okay, but for bigger ones, you for bigger ones, I also have bigger PVC pipes, but they're okay. going to be or end caps. So and then those end caps are going to be about three bucks. Okay. But not terrible. And wh- so how- three bucks instead of eight bucks for the large ceramic, like eight to. How $10. big is the biggest PVC? I think the in big cap? ones that I use are about five inches in diameter. Okay. And those work for your bigger ones you have. Right. Your what does your jungle have? He has that. The bigger P. Okay. I don't have any that have those giant ceramic dog bowls. I mean, I don't have anything besides that Solomon Island ground bow. I use a dog bowl for that. Okay. The uh, the ground bow likes to soak in the water every once in a while. Chill out in there. Right. But all the all the rest, the end caps work. Right. Okay. And that you know that will save you a bunch. And they last and for how long? Those do they last? you can also you know you can put them in the dishwasher if you need to. Okay. They're white. I like them being white so I can scrub them. If they're dirty, you can tell and you just scrub mm-hmm. them off. Um, I mean, if you have if you have a shit ton of snakes, I guess you know that's where the deli cup thing comes in handy. Okay. For me, I don't mind hand washing right. each bowl. And they've lasted for a while. They don't. Oh, they last forever. Ever. It's a PVC. You know, you can, you're not going to drop it like a ceramic and they're not going to break. So. As you said, you have to read it to me. I know. I'm trying. I'm just trying to stay consistent with talking. Oh, so okay. you have to talk while I while read. While you're reading, except right. I don't have anything. Well, all my things talking are questions to you, and I can't right. ask you questions while you're reading. Explain. Um, I was I was thinking maybe explain the kind of setup I have now for for the corn bowl sinks. wise. Oh well, well in the corn well you read I'll explain it. Okay. In the cor- <laughs> in the corn sink ones, you just have the smaller PVC uh, end caps, and you have um, them at the end of the bowl, and then. Uh, can I switch subjects to what else you have in the corn snake thing? Oh, no, no. We're I wanted to. Okay. He said he has uh, with over 100 snakes. He goes through, I think he said, two boxes of deli cups a year. Oh, which I guess that's is a lot less than, that. than that's, I thought. Yeah, we thought it'd be much more. He said it's much. It's worth it the time that he saves. Just in. being able to throw them out. Right. I mean, yeah, over a hundred snakes. I would under. I kind of understand yeah. that because. Yeah, I guess I'm not cleaning over a hundred snakes. Yeah, you wouldn't want to clean all those in caps. Right. But for smaller quality quantities of snakes. Um, yeah, I don't mind the in caps. They're in there, and it's not like they get dirty that fast. I feel like you know. They, well, I I I change water usually every three or four days, but I scrub them out every week. Okay. So once a week, that's not terrible. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's easy for me because it's more of a, it's kind of a relaxing thing that I take up time <laughs> You find doing. joy in yeah. cleaning. <laughs> so yeah, he says about 500 deli cups per box, so about 1,000 a oh, year. Oh, okay. I didn't realize how many come in the... And how much do you usually pay for a whole box? Oh, $100. And they always like to poop in the bowl. I don't. I don't have many snakes that do that. I You're feel just like I poop in the in the chick in the sandy chick or the rubbed chick. Yeah, it smells awful. Mm-hmm. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I um, I, I yeah, like... I've never seen yours poop in the. No, the, the corn snakes do sometimes. Oh yeah, they just the like the water. <laughs> and when I had ball pythons, they did a lot. Okay, so yeah. maybe they're water bowlers. I don't know. Um, so once you get more snakes, are you going to switch to doing the deli deli cup method for the water bowls? I don't know. Depends on how overwhelmed I get. He said it's about fifty dollars a box each ship. Okay. And so he only he said only two boxes. He only goes through two boxes. Yeah. It's only hundred dollars so a year. Hundred dollars a year for time savings of probably quite a few hours. Yeah. Yeah. Because he can just. Dump I can see it. how that would make sense economically for sure. Yeah. Um, but for you, it just is not, you don't need that right now, but in the future, definitely something to think about. Right. Um, if you want to switch to that, switch to that, you trying to, uh, transition. I'm just wondering, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I've never seen this deli cup stuff before. Cause all I know is, you know, what you Todd have. Todd so. said hi. He's on the, the live Oh yeah, screen. I saw. 
Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we mentioned you in the beginning and RAR and everything like that. And just uh, thanking you for the support on the video and helping me out and answering a lot of the comments and stuff, you know, I couldn't get to. Yeah, Todd's awesome. Yeah. I don't know him, and but answering, he's awesome. And <laughs> answering questions in a way where, you know, because we're both trying to be respectful to everyone and answering the comments in a way of like PC either defusing <laughs> some people and then also trying to inform others. So yeah, Todd is very so he is super good that. at that. Yeah, and does it better than me. So he did it more than I did on the comments. You, did, you stayed away. I think you were good at saying. Yeah, I, think I, I stayed away after I was called a hipster. <laughs> so, you know, so let's not. Let's not. I <laughs> I will get angry about all the things we were called during that video. Yeah. Um. <laughs> back to the water balls um well does your does the one that likes hanging out in the water that you have the dog bowl does that one ever poop what one? Oh, oh the solomon Island. yeah that the thing is their metabolism so slow uh -huh. that they i'll feed i'll feed him maybe once a month and then he'll go to the bathroom maybe once a month what their metabolism is just very very slow and they everything's slow when it comes to the Solomon Island. That's Gamboas. crazy. Yeah, it's pretty wild. So very low maintenance. <laughs> yeah. A snake when right. it comes to all that. One time, that's crazy. What do you feed them, him? Just uh, a small rat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, so, uh, I mean, he's a little fat, but he's only, you know, maybe 15 inches long or so. Okay, so not terribly big. Yeah. Wow, I yeah, just one time a month. It's so different than some of the other ones you have. Yeah, it's I just mean, weird. The, the carpets I do about every three weeks. Okay. The ones who are, you know, adultish size. Mm -hmm. Or else they just get fat, fat and too big. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't want them fat. Yeah. Okay, we got off topic. Yeah, you know. We're what's your net? What's the next pro tip? Oh, so we're going to go to hides, right? Okay, yes, I know about that for the corn snakes i can talk about that yeah okay so right now for the four new corn snakes we just used um cut up little pieces of egg cartons the what material is that because it's not the same as other egg cartons you get yeah we buy eggs in bulk so it's like what this five that? dozen eggs that come in this i don't know what that like material particle is. yeah it's the more it's of... the harder one it's not like the styrofoamy no, egg carton no. right Styro styrofoam. Styrofoamy. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's you more can... of a, a paper material, mm -hmm. like recycled paper, composite paper. And you just cut up, you know, a couple of rows, like a rectangle, and stuck it in there. And all the corn snakes love those to yeah. use as hides. Yeah, it works for the corn snakes because it gives, like, a bunch of little pockets. for Because they them like being out. on top or under. Or under. Yeah, they get in all the crevices. Yeah, and like all there's so many little wavy places mm -hmm. for them to go in and out of. So and obviously that costs zero dollars if zero you're dollars <laughs> if eating you eggs. Eat as many eggs as we do. <laughs> so we'll go through how many dozen eggs come in that thing? Five. So we'll go through about ten dozen eggs a week. Yeah, it's ridiculous amount. So so that gives us about I think four of those cardboard things, and you cut them up in sections. You can get about eight little corn snake hides a out bunch. of them. So. And I mean, I don't know how long those will last us, but I'm sure it's not and like And then you just throw them out if you yeah. have more, so. And we have, we have a bunch, you know, always left to replace it if we need to. Right. But then for your other ones, what do you use? So I use, I do have a bunch of the Reptile Basics um, plastic hides. Okay, those black ones. Right. But what I'm going to talk about is a lot of, I mean, some people don't use hides, you know, they keep. Real at all? Closed. Uh, closed racks so they feel like they don't need to use a hide. Okay. Um, I always find that if I put a hide even in a rack that is closed side, mm -hmm. they're going to use it. So to me, that's saying, hey, maybe they want that no matter what. For just extra security, they can be in have, covered. You know, covered three sides of them touching them. You know, they like mm -hmm. smaller spaces. But yeah, so some people don't use them. I like mm. to use them. But when I do... I have a bunch of Reptile Basics ones, but those are going to run you. Even for the very small ones that I use for the hog nose, going to be about 3 bucks, And then Each. they go all the way up to 10 for your extra larges. The one I use for the carpet python and um, 
and adult ball pythons, that kind of thing, I think is about eight bucks. So if you have a lot of snakes, that, you know, it adds up. Right. But what I've done in the past for that is use a Sterlite uh, dish pan. Oh, okay. So it's it's basically just, you know, a little plastic Mm-hmm. Just pan. turn it over. And then you just got to turn it over, cut a hole in it. And uh, I usually like to take off the lip so it will fit under in a V70 mm-hmm. tub. So you kind of got to take the height off a little bit. So you, it can be a pain in it. the ass, but it's $2 as opposed to $8. Getting more expensive. Right. And it is and it is pretty big, so it's bigger than that. It's probably as big as the extra large one, which is about uh, 10 bucks on Reptile Basics. So the use of hides is just for you find that the snakes like it but it's not yeah. a necessity no snake no. requires what is it. a necessity you know that comes down everything yeah do the best you can what do you say but um so i guess i should give him a shout out godfather exotics who is uh messaging us on instagram oh <laughs> he um he put up the rattlesnake roundup stuff on his ig on page. his page okay. he said oh i I didn't really notice. I'll tag you in the. Oh, you didn't know it was your video? Yeah, I don't think so. That's funny. But But, uh, like it got, you know, it got that far that people didn't even know. And I think that's a lot of people like Python page put it, put it on her thing. And she has like 80K followers. Mm -hmm. And didn't know it happened to be you. And then my friend from basic training tagged me in it. Right. Which is just funny because it's, it's out there in a bunch of different ways, which is good. Cause yeah, and we weren't in it, so like you have no idea, right? That it was, which us. is, you know, it's how, how it should be. Um, did he say anything else about the hides or anything? Oh, I think. Oh gone. no. Okay, what's your next pro tip? Oh well, the hides also. Oh. If you Sorry. get Chinese food, or you can go to the food distributor store, get those Chinese cartons. Oh, those work and just cut a so little hole. So you can cut a little hole in the, you know, those plastic ones that mm-hmm. you get with like sesame chicken yeah. or something. Yeah. So you just cut a little hole in that and that works as a hide. Those, and those are bigger, you know, I feel like a lot of times those they're are a little ones. flimsy. So you might need to throw them away pretty often, but, but if they'll you're work as a Chinese. little bit, a little bit smaller of a hide for maybe you can probably even get, you know, a close to adult corn snake in there, some ball pythons, whatnot. So I think that's a pretty good alternative. And it's free. And it's also free if you eat Chinese food (laughs) or a little bit more if you don't. Right. If you want to go buy, you said the food. uh, Yeah. If you buy those by the pack, I can imagine they wouldn't be more than 50 cents each or something like that. Where do you get them from? Um, You can get them from like some food distributor stores. Like they have um, like restaurant supply stores all over. And And you can just get them. I'm sure they're super cheap. Yeah. I can't imagine so, they'd be very expensive. I guess I haven't done that personally, but I've gotten the ones that I just eat yeah. out of. The egg cartons are the ones we eat. Yeah. Okay. So so I guess that's it for hides. Yeah. I'm sure there's like a million other things you can use for hides. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Just we haven't there's thought about amounts, it. But there's stuff that people readily use in but the hobby. For there's hides. benefits in, you know, reusing something you already, you know own in your house or... yeah definitely instead of paying you know eight bucks for something new you might as well just and keep... maybe something that you can keep more sanitary and throw it away and then um you know feeding a lot of people use hemostats for you know tongs to feed okay you so... use pliers <laughs> <laughs> i personally use an old pair of rusty pliers but... so so but cleanly. No, I what I did in the past, which I need to do again, is you go to the dollar store and get like tongs for uh, like cooking. They're using for like salad oh, or something. Uh-huh. But, you know, it's a dollar instead of paying for hemostats, maybe eight dollars or long tongs, which I think like ZooMed sells them or something like okay. that for like 10 bucks or something. So you can buy basically the same thing for a dollar. I like a dollar better. <laughs> A dollar is always good, yeah. But um, one time I went in, I had my friend Mike over. Um, it was when I was living in Oswego, so he saw the, the tongs and he was making bacon. And I walk oh, in, no. I walk oh, in, he's God. making oh, bacon, oh, he's flipping God. the oh, bacon God. with the tongs. 
did you tell him like hey i was like hey man i, like, I put rats and stuff yeah, on i that. use that to feed the snakes uh i hope you washed it off at least a little we still ate the bacon hey it cooks off the <laughs> you, you hope it cooks it off oh in rats the stove. Are- yeah, it cooks I off mean, the bad germs. The rats were frozen. Uh, I don't mm, think the. Uh, I still would not. No, no, it's terrible. <laughs> rats are the most dirty, disgusting, disease infested things ever. Yeah, definitely wouldn't use that for cooking. So, Keep yeah. Keep them separate. And I, they were separate, but I think he decided, like, oh, these are on top of the snake rack. You know, these are definitely for cooking. Oh. <laughs> I still, like, did he leave the bacon to go where were the snake racks like they were out they weren't like in your closet or whatever no at that time they were kind of in a section in between the kitchen and the living room a little bit in the living room a little bit in and he just like (laughs) looked over and saw them okay well never use tongs for cooking and for feeding snakes (laughs) snake stuff for food stuff do you feel too mixed up do you feel like the um the dollar store tongs you buy are any lower quality than the other ones? Absolutely. Oh. Everything from the dollar store is lower quality. I mean, the the good thing about the hemostats is that they usually have serrated edges. So okay. it grips onto things much better. well, mm-hmm. much better than the tongs are usually a rounded. Like, right. Soft, smooth. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say hemostats are definitely better. And if you can get the real long ones, that's cool. Okay. But it just depends how much you want to spend on them. And then you're going to have to probably get them shipped from somewhere. So Right. You can't just go pick them up at yeah. a store. Yeah. So a dollar. One doll hair. and You pay for what you get type thing, quality. But, it you know, you can still feed it them. It works. Yeah. It's, it saying. gets the job done. It's... That's the job done. And then also, like for snakes in general, the thing I do which I find to be more cost effective is buying females first. So if it's a morph project or something like that, in particular where the price is going to drop every year, Mm -hmm. I'm going to use ball pythons as an example. So you get a recessive ball python. um, You get a clown girl. It's going to take two to three years to grow up. So at least have her for a year, have her well started by the male visual. Mm-hmm. The next year is going to be maybe $200 less or something like that. And then grow him up and then they become breeding size at, at the, the same, same time. Because the male. But the male may have cost you $500 instead of the 750 that it would have been the year before. Originally. Mm-hmm. And then the girl has been growing this whole time to the time. So girls right. take longer or to grow you up. pay seven fifty for an extra gene on top. And then you can get, that's the thing. If you only have money for a hat, it's much easier to get the visual and then get a hat male when it's cheaper or get the visual male when it's cheaper. So that when you put those two visuals together, you're going to get, get all f- visuals. Mm-hmm. It's going to, you know, you're going to get a much better return from that. Right, if you buy it later. So females take longer to grow up to breeding time than males do. Right. And I mean, that's a generality, but it's true in pretty much all the species of snakes. At least all the ones we readily breed in captivity. As sellers, do they like selling them in pairs more? Or do they not really care? It It all depends because there'll be certain clutches where they may keep all the girls. Okay. Or they may keep you know, the most genetically visual, you know, male mm-hmm. and female. So it really doesn't matter. Okay. But it depends on the situation. Yeah, it depends on the project, how the project's being managed and what their future plans are for the project. Got it, got it. But if you're going to buy hats, you should probably buy those together. Why? Because you're not... Or if you want to buy the male to... Breed to your other if you have other females who are adults who are already ready, right? Okay, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's just there's a lot of different factors into factors. each thing, but in general, when supply goes up, price goes down, so you might as well get the, that male later. Or if you can't wait to start, 
making those. If it's an incomplete dominant, then you know you can have the male and start making those visuals the next year. Okay. You can get a male ball python up to size in you know probably eight months easily. So does that mean with the new snakes we just got in the next year, you're planning to go buy those males or? Um, not necessarily. I want to wait till next year to where I have palmettos who are ready to breed. I have um, that male snow to Sarah, mm-hmm. hat stripe, will be ready to breed. So I can put that to my annery even and okay. get get more snow to Sarah's because she's head for albino. Mm-hmm. So I can re I can make more snows, and then also I mean I have. Palmetto, het palmetto male. If I can breed him to any female, and then and you have pick those out, females. pick the out females ones that I have. believe to be het palmetto, okay. and keep those back. Because palmetto, I want a large base of a collection on. You know, I I I just think that in a matter of time, the more I have of those, the better. Because they're gonna be the most popular pet snake. The palmetto corns. Yeah. Okay, so that's what Once you're... Once yeah, like... That's what you're trying to make your foundation is having a right. bunch of The those. year when those are 500 bucks, if I can produce 100 of those, I think I could sell 100 of those. <laughs> All of them? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's very... Uh, you have high stand... Or not stand... High expectations. Yeah, and I'm not saying I'm going to be able to produce 100 of them in... <laughs> you know, that's probably in three, four years, maybe. Yeah, for this, but that's what you want to go for, right? What they say? I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of harding going on. I don't know. <laughs> so where everyone else left before because oh, where is everyone? We ramble said? for so long. Yeah, well, we're 48 minutes into it, so yeah, it's been going on for a while. Oh, oh you can hear the dog. Dixie's freaking out. Yeah, but we're kind of so, towards the end of it, right. unfortunately. But um, the so like I want to put palmetto and everything, just as well as I want to have scaleless too. But you know, I want all the the tesseras because I like the way those look. Mm-hmm. That's just something I like, and I mean a lot of other people do too. So, but the palmetto. so I think having that base of those three pretty powerful females and then the one powerful male. You could mix with different stuff. Yeah, like I, I feel good about that. And then, so how long before that uh, snow male will he be ready to breed? Honestly, I don't know because I've never tried to build up a male corn snake from scratch. Okay. It's very, um, you know, the one I have I had for 14 years. Like I didn't try to get him. Just kind of had him. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, I expect it to take at least two to three years. For him to be ready? Okay. But that might not be true at all, because I've heard of people growing up a lot faster. Just been... But I'm not going to, I'm not in any rush, and then also, you know, I want to do what's right by the health of the snake. You know, a lot of people, colubrids don't seem to have negative effects when they're fed pretty often. Okay. But... And think the years are eating quickly. We just got them, you know, what, two weeks ago? And they're all eating. We just got them like... A week ago? Yeah. A week ago, yeah. And they're all eating, which is nice because that doesn't always happen. Right. Yeah, so they're about to eat again. Okay. And you're about to feed them after this? Yeah. Got to <laughs> feed them after this. Just keep those babies eating. And uh, corn snakes, I mean, a lot of people, if they want breeders, you know, every three days or so. Really? I mean, I'll I'll probably do every five. I'm not going crazy. I don't want to make them crazy fat. It's also kind of looking at the animal to see if they're getting fat. Mm-hmm. Like I fattened up Tony's fat as hell right now for breeding. But he's also old. But he's also old. He's so, so old. Fifteen. So I don't know if he's years, getting the job done. I think he's fourteen years old. Fourteen. Yeah, he's pretty old. Yeah. So I'm glad he's trying at least. Mm. He's doing his thing, but you know, so I I kind of sped them up as far as feeding goes to fatten her up to produce eggs and follicles and then him up to get the job done but it didn't happen yet no i don't think so not yet keep trying yeah 
We'll see. It should be time, but I don't know. They're just not doing it. Can't make these things happen, unfortunately. (laughs) But yeah, so I think it's more of just keeping an eye on the animal. And, you know, you want them to have a nice, lean look like all the time. You don't want them to be a big, fat, you know, folds in the skin, stuff like that. Right. You want them to look. I don't know how to explain what a healthy... It depends on what species. Mm-hmm. I think you, you can usually tell pretty readily in like things like carpet pythons. Because you'll see one male that was fed like correctly will be like... There'll be like a four-foot jungle. You know, how mine looks like lean and it's pretty small. It's not a big snake that... Like adult males that I have. Mm-hmm. I have two of them and they're not big snakes. And you'll see some that are like eight feet long. Whoa. And it's like, that's a mutant because you fed it a lot. Because <laughs> you just pumped a lot of <laughs> stuff into it. Yeah. So so I think people, boas also, people tend to overfeed them. But the fact is that they're going to be eating seasonally. So boas on some islands and stuff like that, they follow migrations of birds. So they only eat in large amounts At one time. for maybe two months out of the year. And then they might be fasting for most Some of the rest of the year. serious binge eating. They might, yeah, they <laughs> may eat, you know, birds every couple of days during that. Wow. Yes. Yeah, That's so, a crap ton of food. So I believe Vin Russo does. He power feeds them for a couple months and then fasts them. Nothing. Right. This is going to be gross. But when they're the, fasting, do they still poop? Generally... It's in and out as far as, you know, and they got nothing to digest. They right. Don't. Yeah. So like when I hibernate the colubrids, I don't feed them for three, probably two or three weeks to make sure they got everything out. So mm-hmm. that when they put in the hibernation, they don't have to digest anything at low temperatures because that could potentially leave, you know, the stuff that they're digesting in their stomach and then mm-hmm. get them sick while they're they can die hibernating. While hibernating. So you want them to be cleaned out. Cleansed. Cleansed. <laughs> yeah. So that's something to be um, looking out for, I guess, when you're going to hibernate. Just get it all out their system first. Yeah. But you see always in the wild, if you see pictures of like carpet pythons, mm-hmm. they always have giant bulges in them of like eating a wallaby or something. And then so what I gain from that is that they're probably eating very large meals. Mm-hmm. Not very often. And just like chilling on it for a so while. So I seem to get pretty good results by feeding them about every three weeks. Okay. And just a lot at and a that's, time. And that's as an adult. So as a baby, it might be every week until they get to a reasonable size and maybe every two weeks and kind of slow it down. And then also in the winter, they're going to want to feed more as they get adults because it's going to be their breeding season. Okay. Are you gonna feed Does them it a little like bit double or like how much more in the winter are you feeding um, them? I don't breed them, so oh, I'm not a hundred percent sure. But I know people feed them at least like every week or maybe even more often than that to get them going for pre- breeding. Okay. Wow. I know mine would eat every day if, <laughs> if you fed them. Food, yeah, <laughs> they'd be okay with That's that. That's the thing. Like if you just can't give them too much food, especially you know the green trees like that. Also, I kicked your mic. Yeah, you did. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the green trees like that, you definitely want to see that they've gone to the bathroom before you feed them again. So it doesn't just, like, pile up right. in their system. So they have time to digest. They have time to... So the green trees would would eat every day if you put something Absolutely. in there? Absolutely. Yeah, every single day, which is terrible because they're the worst ones. They don't do anything. <laughs> right. Sit still all day. <laughs> yeah, he said the uh, Facebook audio is still bad. I don't know what's going on with that. We got to do it. Um, I think we're going to do it so that we do it through what we're doing YouTube on. But the so YouTube has will, a lag. So what it, oh, yeah. YouTube's dog shit, too. So I don't but know. hopefully the we can get the audio from the mics. Rather than from my computer. From the Rather than from the computer. So right mm-hmm. now the audio is really bad because you're... Know, know what it might be is that my phone is resting for Instagram on the live screen. It's kind of and it might be covering the, uh, the audio phone. Well, also it's computer. trying to get both. I think they're too, having the phone on the computer is too close to each other. Yeah. I don't know. We suck. 
We tried. We'll mess, we'll mess with it next yeah, time. Yeah, but anyone who's listening, you can... He said the Instagram audio was perfect. All right, cool. But the screen. Yeah, so we may be... We we'll may try. just be fucking it up with the Instagram. With having them too close. But um, iTunes, Stitcher, For all after. that stuff. You can download tomorrow. So usually we record them on Tuesdays, and then I'll edit, edit it tomorrow morning on Wednesday morning, and then I'll have it up on wednesday did i just confuse myself you said edit wednesday morning yeah and, so and then, then have it up on wednesday and then have a youtube video on thursday okay. so that's been my schedule got it and so those will be no echo and those no. will be minimal echo minimal <laughs> be much better once you've edited it and gone through it i edited it edited it and then also i mean we have Trying to get YouTube videos up as much as possible. Two days in a row. What did you post today? What YouTube video? I posted feeding the new corn snakes. You can see the pliers that you use. You can see the rusty pliers. <laughs> rusty pliers. No. Yep. Don't. I'm not. Uh... Also, keep in mind that shot with the carpet python that you liked. On Instagram. It was because the pliers are very short and the carpet python likes food. So I need to just creep open the tub while having the mouse up and then while he comes towards close the tub i don't know how to explain this so that he's not coming out so that he's not coming out of the tub and hanging off my hand because he'll bite my hand because you know he just sees the heat signature Mm -hmm. so he'll smell the mouse and he'll bite because with the pliers you're still very close to the mouse like you're not yeah Yeah, so i kind of try to put the tub and the rack in between me and have the mouse in there and kind of yeah, got so it, that's why that's like that. That shot was like that in the YouTube video. Yeah, got it. Oh, I thought you were doing it for so there artis- was a method. Artistic no, it wasn't effect. any artistic licensing. <laughs> no vision there. It's just me trying not to get bit. Are there any other ones that you have you have to do that with, or just the jungles? Um, stuff like the carpets and the olive are um, more food aggressive. Okay. But like so green, in other what words, about they're the, just ready. To, oh, the green tree as well. You have to do that. So I kind of try to keep a little space, but also it's a smaller food item, smaller snake, so it's easier to get that. So there's more room in conjunction to the size that he is. Mm-hmm. So in other words, I, I see what you're saying because yeah. it's smaller. So you're he's smaller. So the pliers are smaller. Everything's it's smaller. Okay. So it's yeah, okay. it's not as crazy as with the jungle that can eat your hand. Right. So that's the method there. And then the other video you posted on YouTube was just the new, the four new snakes we got yeah, and everything about them. You know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to make a YouTube video of uh, why corn snakes are better pets than ball pythons. I feel like people are going to disagree with you There's on that. There's going to be hurt butts. There's but people who are it's definitely going to disagree with you on that one. <laughs> people love their ball pythons. I know. And yeah, they're... <laughs> They're not going to feel the same way, but you also love your corn snakes. so. Right. And I, I like ball pythons, too. I just don't think they are the number one pet to have. Okay, if, if you're going to get a pet at a reptile show and you're going to take care of it, all that stuff, I think it's much easier to have a good setup. It's much easier to turn your room into an environment similar okay. to somewhere between New Jersey and Florida. You know, mm-hmm. That's where you find corn snakes. How much easier is it to make your room New Jersey or Florida well, to Instagram ended. instead of, um, you know, my my room is can not going to become Ga- Sorry, Ghana before anytime. before it goes away, can you save do, it? I don't see anywhere that says save the video. Okay. Well, it told it, Instagram told me I could save it. Lied. Maybe you had to do something before it ended. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I told you it doesn't want to save. I don't know. But yeah, I think it's much easier to turn your your room into somewhere on the east coast of the united states the temperature wise in comparison to west africa (laughs) ghana togo benin like you have to do for ball pythons yeah okay get ready for a debate master debater of which is the better pet ball pythons or corn snakes should i go into my radio outro do it thank you guys for listening and sorry about sorry about the echo (laughs) Yeah, if you're listening on Facebook, sorry. And uh, 
Yeah, we're so if you're listening to this downloaded, we stream live on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube ish, kind of maybe. I don't know. We haven't seen how that plays back. But um, we try to answer as many comments as we can. It's kind of hard to keep up with and hard to read. So sorry if we missed anyone. But thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll catch you next week. Poor City Pythons on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, wherever. We're at. Wherever social medias are done. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Later.